Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast, featuring dream-accelerating inspiration. I'm Jeff Meyer, your host, author, entrepreneur, and coach. My goal with this podcast is to help you identify and clarify your own dream by taking wisdom from others' successes and challenges. If you're looking to take action on your dream, to make a difference doing something you love, but your fears are holding you back, then this podcast is for you. If you're interested in finding additional support, you can also check out my Dream Accelerator coaching program designed to help realize your full potential and reshape your future. As always, you can learn more about my Dream Accelerator program at jeffmeyer.org. Using my Dream Accelerating formula, heart-centered entrepreneurs can focus on their dream, name their fears, change their mindset, define their next, and move forward anyway. Welcome back, fellow successful dreamers. It is good to be with you again on the new episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast. Today, I am ecstatic uh, to be with my brother and um, and friend I met in Philadelphia three years ago, uh, Chandler Bolt. Thank you so much, Chandler, for being here. I want to give a little bit of a, a precursor here. Um, this is a, this is going to be a great conversation for any entrepreneur, but especially for those of you who are struggling to want to publish a book and get that book out into the world. Uh, Chandler is largely responsible for the publishing of my first book, uh, Fear Not, Dream Big and Execute, uh, through self-publishing school, which he founded and owns. And it is a, a legendary tool, the best tool out there for anybody who wants to do any self-publishing. So pay attention, jump on the call here with us and enjoy the conversation. Chandler, thanks so much for being with us. First of all, sorry about the Clemson football season, uh, but like you said in our before our conversation today, um, man, it's a, it can't be too bad of a bummer when you're kind of reeling after a 10-win season in college football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff, thank you so much for having me here. And uh I trust in Davo that I've learned more about leadership from him, that guy than anyone. And so uh, it, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's cool to see him navigate. I think there's good parallels of it's cool to see him navigate the challenges. Um, whereas I navigate my own challenges in business yeah. and, and all that stuff. And so it's, I think a lot of times there's more opportunity to learn from the challenges than there are from the wins. Um, and, really? uh, and that's where you get really get shaped. So I think uh, on, on his side, but then also on my side. Awesome. So uh, you're joining us today from the great state of Texas, um, and you have been leading a self-publishing school for how many years now? Uh, we, we launched um, self-publishing school in February 2015. So 2015. Yeah, we, we've published about 6,000 books uh, since then. We've been on the Inc. 5000 list last few years in a row. Um, yeah, we're on a mission to change lives through books, as you know, Jeff. Uh, and doing it. changing the lives of readers who read the books, because I think everyone watching or listening to this has probably had their life changed by a book, by reading a book. But then also we always say it's, it's not about the book. It's about what you who you become in the process of, of writing and publishing that book. And so you've seen that, Jeff, of just kind of like the lessons that you've learned, the skill sets that you learned, the impact that that's had on your life and your business and kind of across the board. And how I've stacked that le those lessons now 
yeah. for my dream accelerator since 2018, yeah. being with you in the Elite Business Institute in Philly and yeah. helping me think that it's more than just writing a book. I've always said I was actually uh, reticent to writing a book because I was like, books, books are not it. What what's it is applying the lessons in mm. the books, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so since 2015, tell me what happened, what was going on in your life in 2015 where you got this crazy idea to start something new and to chase a dream of self-publishing school. What's tell me about the Genesis story of self-publishing school. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a bunch of, there's a, there's a bunch of kind of, um, nudges along the way. I mean, for me, I, I went to school at college of Charleston and, um, I, I went to school to learn how to run a business. I ran businesses in high school and um, in college. Um, and uh, pretty quickly, I discovered I'm, I'm learning how to run a business from professors who have never ran businesses. Uh, and that that didn't make sense. So I, I, I dropped out. And then when I dropped out, I said, all right, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go start a company. And kind of along that way, I wrote and published a couple of books um, as I was dropping out. They did decently well. And then people just started asking about it. And so I was working on a business at the time that was just totally failing. And meanwhile, people kept asking about the book stuff, said, Hey, how are you doing this? And I'd get on the phone with them for an hour and just teach them everything I knew for free, just to be a nice person (laughs) Um, and say, Hey, here you go. Do this, 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 hope it helps. And then after a while, it's, uh, you know, um, the the market speaks and you, you, it's your job to listen. Um, and so, you know, it's, I, it's, you can only get smacked in the face so many times for you turn around and look and listen. And I, there was a line of people that said, I want to learn this. And so that's, that led to us launching self-publishing school or what ultimately became self-publishing school. And uh, we had, I think our first, in our first cohort, we had 44 students. And I think it was about, it was maybe over 60% of those folks wrote and published a book. Uh, in less than six months, if I'm remembering correctly. And so then that for me was a big, I mean, that's just a, a crazy success rate. And so that, then I said, this works. I can help other people do this. Let's build and let's, let's scale and let's go help more people. And so then that kind of catapulted or slingshot into a lot of the other, uh, a lot of the other stuff that we're doing in SBS. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, principles in there. What in your answer, you just shared about starting and growing a dream or a business. Those of you who are listening, you want to, you have this dream, there's a gap in the world and you know, you can make a difference in it. You're thinking about growing it. Talk to me about the principles you just said. So there's the, there's the market speaking, paying attention to it. There's the testing or what we call the MVP, right? Minimally viable product, getting it out there and then you start to see, yeah, this actually works. And then there's the scaling and the multiplying and the building of the business. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's so many different things there. So, you know, and I, I talk about this. So as you know, I just, um, I just launched a new book um, published. Um, it was the second edition of my most popular book of all time. And the first edition sold, gosh, 100,000 plus copies and um, and then this is the second edition is even better, but I, there's two or three concepts that you just mentioned, um, that, that I talk about in here. One is you've heard me talk about this at the elite business intensive is sell then build. <laughs> and so the importance of, of people v- uh, vote with their wallets, um, on what they want, they'll tell you what they want, but that isn't always what they actually want. And so how sell then build when it comes to building a business, when it comes to building a product, um, 
I, I talk about it in the book, but it's, it's, you know, until you, until you have sales, you don't have a business, you have a business idea. Uh, uh-huh. And so that is, is, is really the, the catalyst. And so kind of like you said there, and then the MVP building out your minimum viable product, which I think this is some ways, uh, I didn't call it this at the time, but now I've kind of articulated this as there's, there's two types of launches. So there's the MVP launch, um, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and then there's the traditional launch. And so the MVP is exactly what you're saying, the minimum viable product. And so how do you take the resource that you have and launch something um, so that you can then help people and get feedback and get paying customers? And then the, the cycle starts. A lot of people look at that as the end point where I'm going to launch it. And then that, that is kind of like the finish line. But really, no, that's the starting line. Where, and then that rolls into a lot of stuff we teach about the one-year launch. So it's like what it looks like to continue promoting your book and build long-term momentum and success with the book. One, um, one thing I find a lot with our clients is that they, they wait, they wait until they have the perfect, they have everything lined up and perfected before they launch. And that is not what we should be doing. Because someone might not ever buy that. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Sell then build. Um, and and I and and this is not just me coming down from the mountaintop with with the Ten Commandments. Uh, you know, this is really like I learned this by doing it. My very first product. This is the business I was failing. At, I, was, I was talking about is I tried to do everything ahead of time built this amazing funnel, invest all this money, recorded all these videos, tried to do this, uh, this online course that was on the back of my first book and no one wanted it to this day. I don't know if it sold a single copy, but then we, so we said, that's when we, we, we slung into the other, we said, all right, I learned this concept of selling then building I'm from a mentor of mine at the time. And so that's when we said with self-publishing school, we're just going to go the complete opposite. And we're not going to build this until people pay and say that they want it. And then they're going to tell us what they want built, which will make for a better product. It will make for a better experience. It's something that's customized to their needs. So it's better for them. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people, a lot of times people get in their head, they think, well, hold up. Isn't that like a scam? You're selling something that you don't even have. And no, it's the exact opposite. You're, that helps you create a better product and a better experience for those customers, which leads to raving fans, long, lifetime customers, referrals, all that stuff. Yeah, awesome. Um, so a lot of times uh, when people are listening to this podcast or listening to people that have had some level of success in pursuing their dream, um, you obviously have had some level of success, a lot of success, actually. And so there's a temptation for the listener to think that it's always been easy. It's just kind of come to you like there's been no challenges. So talk to me a little bit about um, the challenges that have come up that have, you know, kind of gotten you to a place where you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I think I ought to I ought to just scrap this and do yeah. something else or whatever. And how did you move forward anyway? That's the name of the podcast through those challenges, through those fears, share some of your fears, some of your obstacles that you've faced in the last six years. Yeah, it's a great question, Jeff, because I, I I think it's so easy to glamorize entrepreneurship and as a society we do. And, yeah. and it's just a highlight reel. And what you don't see is all, all the, all just the, it's a roller coaster. And so I would say leadership and entrepreneurship, because I think sometimes 
Mm-hmm. It, it, people say this is just for leadership when it's really both. It's leadership, or sorry, it's just for entrepreneurship when it's leadership and entrepreneurship. They're very similar in this way. And there's kind of two metaphors that I use. Um, one, you know, one is that it, they, it is a spotlight on all of your flaws. Um, and so if you, if you've got flaws or insecurities or things that you suck at, <laughs> uh, it is going to be a spotlight. And so it, that is both the greatest gift and one of the hardest burdens ever. Cause you know, not many people come to the CEO to tell them how awesome they're doing. They tell they come to the CEO to tell them what's wrong and what needs fixed. And so it can feel like, and I feel like this all the time that it's just a never ending string of problems <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. people come to you with things that's that, that, that are broken things that they think you need to do better things that you're bad at. And a lot of it's true. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, but that's your job that, and, and so it's, it's a spotlight on your flaws and, and, but the blessing in that is that it, it, it is the, I think one of the greatest vehicles uh, uh, for, for personal development and self-improvement. I mean, you, you have to get better. Um, yeah. uh, uh, otherwise your business will not grow and, and your personal growth is kind of, is a, in a lot of ways, it's, it's a, um, it's a, um, um, gosh, uh, um, uh, a governor on the, the speed of success that you have or, 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 or the growth of your company is, is your personal development. And so, um, and so that, that's the first analogy I use. And the second one is, um, <laughs> is that entrepreneurship is kind of like being up against the ropes in a boxing ring and just being repeatedly kicked in the crotch. <laughs> I mean, it is just, humbled, man. it's just over and over and over again. And, and so that that's, I mean, I'm using metaphors and not so much personal experience, but the, I've got so many examples of this. It's um, business partner trying to kick me out of the business. It's starting over. It's going multiple six figures in debt. Um, to buy out my business partner and borrowing out of my, my parents' retirement um, to do that. And mm. it's, it's just so many times along the journey where you think, gosh, is this worth it? It's having it then scaling and having a, a big staff and all these expenses. And for either months in a row, or I think there was maybe a couple months one time where it was like, we lost money two months in a row, or it was, or maybe it was one month and we just lost like 15 or $20,000 um, in a month. And I just remember thinking, having this realization, I was like, literally, if I would have done nothing um, for all month, <laughs> I would have more money. I would have I more money. <laughs> trying to make this business work. I'm 15, 20 grand in the hole. I would have been better off doing nothing. And of course, that's not true. That's a short uh, snapshot in time of results and outcomes, which are not the leading indicators. Uh, but so, th- I mean, those are a couple of metaphors and a few examples. Man, that, yeah, that is so true. Like I would be in such better spot if I would have never started there. That thing hit that, that phrase hits me all the time. I would have been so much better if I would have just never written the book and never started. And I'm a, I'm a local pastor. So I always, I can fall back on my full-time pastor thing. I mean, my work is connected with what I do as a pastor. Cause I believe everybody is a co-creator with God. So I want to help them do that. And I could have just, in fact, the church, a lot of people just tell me, just stay in your lane, bro. Just like, why can't you just be a pastor? Well, that's not the way God wired me. So 
there's this ongoing tension that um, I appreciate you acknowledging and stating. So how do you move forward anyway? What are, who are the people, what, what are the methodologies that keep you going? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so uh, there's a few things. I mean, I, I think it starts with surrounding yourself with people who will uh, are in your corner and encourage you. So it's, it's surrounded by great people. And that, that is, there was a time where, when I was going through the whole thing with my business partner and we've got mediator and we're going through negotiations and like all this stuff. And, um, I had, there were three people. It was, uh, an employee, a wife of employee, a wife of one of my employees. And then my mom who they rotated every, every day, they would send me a scripture or a video or something inspiring to say, Hey, you've got this. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that was huge. Cause that was one of the lowest moments for me is just, and they, they coordinated it and said, all right, we're going to rotate days. And I didn't even know this, I think till after it kind of happened, but, um, and, and so that, that type of thing, I mean, that's just so, so, so uh, helpful and valuable. And then, mm. and so a support system and, and people who not only will encourage you, but will challenge you and call you to the mat and say, Hey, we're not letting you get out this easy uh, is, is you need to step up. Um, and this is, and so I think that's a big one. Um, and then the other piece I would say is just reflecting on why you're doing this. And so deep, I mean, it's a very generic advice, but, um, it doesn't mean it's not helpful, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, which, is, which is, um, reconnect with why are you doing this? I mean, this, mm. is, one, this is one of the first things we teach in self-publishing school. And it's, it's literally the, the, the first chapter of, well, I guess it's the second chapter is looking for why. The first chapter is books change lives, but the second chapter is looking for why. And it talks about, hey, let's begin with the end in mind, as Stephen Covey would say. And let's, why are you doing this? Because this is going to get hard. And so whether it's writing a book, whether it's running a business, like it's going to get, it's not a matter of if, good news. If you're wondering, if you're worried and stressed (laughs) about if it'll get hard, good news. Don't worry about it. Worry not. (laughs) Worry not, because it is. Uh, It's going to. So it's an inevitability. Um, and, and almost, and sometimes I think there's some peace in that of knowing that, Hey, it's coming and it's my job to be equipped for when it does come. Yeah. We talk about, remember your why and remember your who mm-hmm. I think of you. I think of those original people that were stacked behind you that were at, looking for that hour free. Tell me how to do this. Tell me how to, to have yeah. those picture, those people in mind, they have an idea. They want to get out in the world with their voice oh my gosh, the who will just keep you going, right? Yeah, no doubt. So um, you you have been doing this for six years. You're a young man. By the way, if you're not watching the video, um, when, I sat, when I sat with Chandler and his team in Philadelphia, okay, I, this is a little bit of vulnerability moment for you, Chandler. Um, when I sat in Philly with your team and you, and realized you were in 2018, you were like 26 years old, 25. How anyway, I I was just blown away. And I, I would go to the breaks and I would look at some of the other people in the room and I go, I'm 52 years old. What the heck have I done with my life? <laughs> he's doing he's doing all this at 20-something. So those of you who are listening, there, mm-hmm. there's two dynamics to this. There, there's the really young person that thinks, well, it's too soon for me to pursue my dream. Yep. No, it's a lie. Um, and then on the back end, for people older than me, 
who get up against it and they're like, I have this dream, but it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. What would you say to that? Mm. That's so great. It's so, such a great share. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, uh, uh, Jeff. So there's a couple things I would say to that. And um, the first one would be, I, I mean, I think the, you know, the comparison is the thief of joy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, you can, can compare, and especially when it's a uh, singular faceted comparison, right. Cause there's a lot of ways in life that go back to that 2018. <laughs> it's like, there is a whole wheel of life of things that I could learn from you, Jeff. And so it's like, but in that moment, you're, you're saying this specific skill set of running a business and then it, and then we, as humans extrapolate that to our life and it's like, Oh, yes. well, what have I done with my life? <laughs> and it's like, well, <laughs> that just means that this person focused on this one area of life and good news. If I focus on that one area of life, that means I can do that too. Because mm-hmm. if, if, if he's doing that at 25, 26 years old, whatever I was at the time, well then that good news, uh, I'm going to live for more than 25 years probably. And he probably wasn't learning much about business from the age of zero to 13. So we can just cut that out. So, okay, I can, I can get to it some, some level of that within 12 years if I choose to and, and, and all this. So, so, so that I think is, is the unifaceted kind of um, comparison. Um, But, but then I think it's, it's the, um, and I've got this quote in the new book. It's, it's a, it's, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it, but it's um, basically, it's, it's the, um, it's the quote of, of starting where, with where, where, starting where you stand and with the tools that you have, and you'll find and create better tools along the way. And so yeah. I think that's the most important thing is that you stop saying, I can't, and you start, you actually just make progress. And yeah. so whether it's writing a book, whether it's starting with your business, whether it's um, no matter what. That- I find that I learn things when I need to learn them. Yes. I discover tools when I need to discover the tools. So you don't, again, this is like the MVP thing. You do not have to have everything figured out to get started. Yes. Um, And yeah, there it is. It's the Napoleon Hill uh, quote. He says, do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and work with whatever tools you have at your command. Perhaps finding better tools as you go along. Right. Sure. And so that's the, I think the limiting belief is, Hey, the timing isn't right. Or in the timing isn't right. Like you said, either I'm too old or I'm too young, but we've seen that with self-publishing school. I mean, we've had six oh, and eight year olds write books. We've had 70, 80, 90. I think somebody in our nineties was maybe our oldest uh, student at self-publishing school. So it's like that runs the gamut <laughs> and, and is, is proof that you're, that you're never too old. I want to, I I want to show something here for those of you who are on the video. I, I want to tell tell a story about this bad boy. Um, uh, this summer, I made a significant investment in a new trumpet because I wanted to get I wanted to get reengaged in playing. I started when I was a kid. I played through my adult years, but the last five years have been very. And I went to pick this up in Chicago, and. As we're walking up with my wife, I said, I'm too old to do this. I should not, I should not have purchased this. And this guy is coming out from the, the guy that was selling me the trumpet, uh, was giving a lesson to this 92-year-old man for, that flew up from Florida to take a trumpet lesson from this, this guy in Chicago. It's a great trumpet player. And I looked at Amy and I go, 
wow, 92. And he's been taking lessons for mm-hmm. the last four years. He never picked up the horn until he was 86. Um, so the, the point is, it's not too late for you to pursue your dream. And it's not too early for you to do it either. Yeah. Um, it has nothing to do with age. It really doesn't. It has to do if you have an idea that can make a difference in the world, you can pursue it. So I want to give you the last word here today. Um, those who are listening in, uh, who are thinking about launching their book, uh, publishing their book, or starting their new business, or whatever they're trying to thinking about doing, what word of encouragement would you like to bring to them today? Yeah, um, I would say uh, the you know the timing will never be right. Um, you're going to have to get started before you're ready. And it's, I mean, whether it's starting a business, whether it's writing a book, whatever that thing is, the timing will never be right. Um, so you got to get started. Um, and if you're writing a book, what I would encourage is a very specific way to get started is as soon as you, this, you finish listening or watching this interview, um, I want you to grab a blank sheet of paper, put your book topic in the middle of the page and put set a timer for 15 minutes. So this topic that you might be thinking about writing about, and then take 15 minutes and write out everything you can think of on that topic, stories that you have, lessons that you've learned, other books that you've written, ideas, et cetera. And just start with that. And you'll, you'll realize that you've got more that you can write about than you think, and you've got momentum. And so that's obviously very niche and specific to writing a book. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, but but that is the type of thing that I'm talking about is like you said, just in time learning. So don't listen to this and not do something with it. When you get off the interview, start with that. Um, and, yes. and then you'll make progress. And then you might say, hey, I want to learn a little bit more about this. And you'll learn a little bit more and then you'll do a little bit more and then you'll learn a little bit more and you'll do a little bit more. And then next thing you know, you have a book done or you you've started a business, you got your first paying customers, whatever that looks like for you. I love that. Um, he's referring to the skill of mind mapping and, yeah. you know, just start in the middle of the page and write, write the topic and then just draw these lines off of it. And there'll be sub lines and just, just 15 minutes, you can be amazed at how much progress you can make um, on your book or, or your business as well. Big time. Um, very cool. Um, Talk to us again about the book. Uh, yeah. I want to give you uh, enough time here. You're right in the middle as we're recording this yeah. of launch, relaunching this very, very successful book. And I would encourage it to anyone who's an entrepreneur who has a dream and especially to those aspiring authors who are listening today. Yeah, for sure. So, and I'll, I'll give a link here in just a second. I've got 50 free copies um, for the first 50 people who want to um, claim a copy as part of this uh, podcast, but um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll walk through that in just a second. But basically the book is, if you're watching the video version, you can see the cover here. It's published the proven path from blank page to 10,000 copies sold. So this is the second edition, like I said, of um, it's my top selling book of all time. It's been downloaded and uh, purchased a hundred thousand times, at least, if not hundreds of thousands of times. And so um, that book has changed so many lives and help people publish books, but this book is even better. It's a, it's a second edition based on what we've learned publishing 6,000 books over the last- You've learned so many years. things in the last six <laughs> it's years. crazy. Man. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's the place to start if you're thinking about writing a book or if uh, you're writing a book or you want to sell more copies of the book that you already have, um, or if you just know someone 
um, who's who's thinking about writing a book, then this be a good resource for them. So the book is called Publish. You can grab it on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. Um, but also what I would say is um, I created a link. It's specific to this audience. Okay, so it's publishedbook.com forward slash Jeff Meyer. No, right? come on. So it, you it's, put uh, my name in there? Yeah, it's your name in there. So you're going to have to know how to spell Jeff's name. Um, <laughs> but it's published book. So it's published like, you know, the title of the book, like past tense, I published a book. So publishedbook.com forward slash, slash Jeff Meyer. And for those who don't know, it's M-E- Y-E-R. And so if you go there, um, basically there's a page and the first 50 people that go to that link, you'll get a free physical copy of the book. And so this is not a shipping or whatever. This is, I will print it, pack it, ship it, everything to your door for free. You don't even have to put in a credit card. Um, So that's for the first uh, 50 people. So if that's something you're interested in, go to that uh, link. It is publishedbook.com forward slash Jeff Meyer. Get the book, you guys. You'll be really blessed by it. Well, Chandler, I, I really appreciate the time you've given us today. You're a very, very busy man. Uh, a lot going on normally. Um, I One last thing. Yeah. I am always so appreciative on social media, on Facebook, when I see, I'm doing a little bit of a um, change of course here. Yeah. I wanted to give you the last word. Now I'm jumping in. Um, when you publish your one sheet, your monthly, your monthly goals, I, I am, I love that so much. Um, Tell me about, so go ahead, show that again. Just walk us through your December goals. You're right in the middle of the month. Yeah, exactly. So at the time of recording this, we're in the middle of December. Uh, My number one goal is selling 4,000 copies of published uh, this month with 850 appointments. So these are people who book a call with us at self-publishing school um, to um, from the book to talk about working with us. Um, Then I've got higher VP of marketing, uh, as number two, I've got number three is creating personal and business goals for 2022. And then yep. number four is read four books. So um, these are little goal sheets that we have at self-publishing school, um, everyone on the team and staff and all that stuff. We do these every month. And so that just helps me focus on, hey, what do I need to do this month, this week, today yep. to, to move towards my quarterly goals, my year goals, my bigger goals, all that stuff. Notice how those are very specific. They're measurable. Yep. And also the other thing I want you to notice about Chandler is he's a, a ferocious, voracious, whatever adjective you want to use reader. I mean, yeah. he reads so many books and so he's, he's a lifelong learner. Um, he's always learning. So uh, on, on your pursuit, keep learning, keep growing, uh, read the things that challenge you and, and sharpen your thinking and, and then act on what you learn. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant, brother. Thank you for sharing that last piece. I, I wanted to mention it earlier and I forgot it. I'm glad I was able to get it in. I appreciate um, that, Jeff. You bet, brother. Blessings on the um, sale of your book, uh, the launch of your republished, published. <laughs> Have fun with it. And uh, blessings on self-publishing school. And please greet all your teammates that would know me. Uh, tell them that I... I still think fondly about my my Philadelphia experience. It made a big difference in my life. So thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jeff. You bet. Have a great day. You too. Hey, fellow dreamer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Head over to my website, jeffmeyer.org, for all of the show notes and links. 
And when you're ready to move from overthinking about your dream to actually taking action on it, consider joining the Dream Accelerator community. Our clients are getting crystal clear on their dream with our Dream Generator Vivid Description 5-Step Process. They're discovering the truth about fear and how to use it as fuel to take courageous steps in the right direction. And most importantly, they are walking a clear path forward because they have made an investment in themselves to confidently realize their dreams. The results are so inspiring. Having coaching and companions on the dream journey is crucial. Remember, fear will come, fear will stay. Move forward anyway.